0: You're listening to locally produced programming created in KUNV Studios on public radio, KUNV
1: 91.5. You're listening to special programming brought to you by It's Where I The content of this program does not reflect the views or opinions of 91.5 Jazz and More, the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, or the Board of Regents of the Nevada System of Higher Education. Good morning, Las Vegas. It's Zandra Pollard with It's Where I Am. Today, I have two comedians, Buddy Lewis and Ray Grady. Two great comedians, writers, comedians. You know, we got to lighten it up sometimes. Buddy's been on the show before. And yeah, and your co host from, what is it called? The Coach in the Comic.
0: Yes, the coach of the coming.
1: Yes, he was just here a few weeks ago. See Reggie Rogers. Um, yes. So it's it's nice to have you on this time.
0: Well, thank you. I'm I'm glad to uh, have a return visit. Uh, I hope you we where it was uh, see on your show. We you got to come do our you got to come do our show sometime.
1: I did. Yeah? I did do your show, and I advised everyone not to listen to you.
0: Well, well, that's why you got to come <laughs> do it
1: again. I advise everyone. Let me clarify. I advise everyone not to listen to your advice.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I y- you uh, uh, I give that rational, sensible, smart, uh, philosophical slash, you know, psychiatric advice. <laughs> I give them the straight up right. truth. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and they're different. Yeah, you got to do I want to hear the truth. You try to be clinically correct. I'm not.
1: <laughs> well, you know, you have to leave all of the advice up to the relationship expert who is C Reggie Rogers. So
0: he's he's, he's my man, man. We have we have fun. So I, I, I try to keep it light like you're trying to do right now. I try to keep it light.
1: Good. And so I wanna also bring in Ray. Thanks for coming on the show.
2: Thanks,
1: Ab. Right. Man, so I hear you're doing some great stand up comedy right now. You're going on tour soon.
2: Oh, yeah, just got off tour, about to go back on tour. You know, Alpha Milk Comedy Tour. That's, what, that's the name of my tour that I uh, headline myself, finance myself, produce it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> if it come down to filming, I'll be directing it. But yeah, so, you know, sound is, you know, you gotta wear multiple hats. Uh, you know, just came off from doing my own one hour special, self produced. So yeah. I stay busy.
1: Oh, wow. You sound a lot like me. I do a lot of my own stuff.
0: Yeah, you have to. Mm. Mm. What? You don't want be by yourself? Don't want be by yourself doing stuff. Oh, no. Mm. This mm. is
1: this is so this is so true. This is so true. That's why I have all 5 of my fingers. So, you know. Don't even touch that. You know, I try. I try to go on the edge a little bit here, cause you know it's public. Okay. It's well, public how radio.
0: Right I get, you know. How I go right there with you. Yeah, I know you, you will. i right on the and, edge. And I, they, you know, sometimes I've been known to go and just throw caution to the wind, go and jump the edge. And you know I'm what? The
1: they, they'll they'll cut half of this show too. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> so we've been talking about love relationships for most of the month um, of February, and now. We're in March, and uh, we're going to have a lot of uh, conversations about women, you know. Mm. But I wanted to, you know, get the men's perspective this time.
0: Mm. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it's, it's March, which means many of uh, the women it, uh, found out in February that they are the side piece. <laughs> <That's what> many <laughs> of them find out, you know. <laughs> many of them found out they didn't get nothing. <laughs> uh, that date. And, and now they, uh, in Lent talking about, I'm giving up men. <laughs> 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 I'm going to give up men for Lent. Yeah, no, they, they gave up on you before they oh. keep that moving.
1: Oh my yeah. gosh. You know, both with, speaking of Lent, what did you give up for 40 days huh? and 40 nights? What did you give up?
0: I, you know what? I'm going to be honest and, you know, I'm not even going to tell this lie, um, you know, I used to be very Lenten heavy when I was a kid. You know, we used to, you know, the Lutheran church was very Lenten serious. You know, you had the Lent and, you know, you did Easter. Um, I haven't been a regular uh, church goer uh, in that regard. So mm-hmm. Lent came up on me. like It came up on me. So I didn't really, um, I really didn't have a thing to give up for Lent. So, uh, because I, I just, I just realized we're in it. So I know that sounds terrible and trifling. And, yes. Uh, but um, uh, I'm, I might find something to give up soon. Maybe I give up like something. You know, uh, I gotta figure it out. I gotta think about what <laughs> I really want to give up uh, because I forgot. Lent was even happening you know you know lent has become something that's in your pocket for me right now it's not really the it's not the it's not the religious ceremony that i that i uh, grew up with in, in, in as a kid but i'm going i'm going to think about that i need to try and sacrifice something and i'm going i'm i probably by the end of the show i'll let you know uh,
1: okay <laughs> well you know i gave up soda that's my thing soda really yeah see
0: and you know what's so funny? All the things you you, you people give up, I've already indulged in them today.
1: <laughs> well, just repent and start again.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's what I'm going to do because I'm drinking this ginger beer.
1: <laughs> hey, so Ray, we need you to jump in this conversation, man. What are you giving up for Lent?
2: Oh, well, I'm Muslim, so uh, I don't, you know, um, um, I give up a lot of stuff anyway. So it going have to do with Lent, I just... Don't do it, you know, um, sickness is in our family. So a lot of sugars and all that type of stuff, you know, just you know, cut out a lot. of. I don't eat um, pork. I don't, you know. So what? I pretty much ran a headache. So
1: <laughs> oh, okay. A day. okay. Well, then what about um, when we were talking about preparing for um, <clears throat> Women's History Month? What is it about women that something you'd like to share? Something encouraging. Unlike buddy.
0: Uh
2: women are dope. I mean, you know, y'all, y'all I like y'all mouth. Y'all, y'all talk a lot. Talk fast, talk aggressive. I, I'm cool with all that type of stuff. Y'all ain't nothing wrong with y'all. Y'all just real nice. It depends on it depends on the day, the time of the month. Ain't nothing wrong with y'all. Y'all I, I
1: enjoy
2: them. Y'all alright. Ain't nothing wrong with y'all. y'all just Oh, that's all I know. You think you yeah, be all right? You get over. Mm, that what it is, right? Mm, mm, they just spoil. Okay. That's all. I no, no you believe? You. Okay. I like yeah, being spoiled. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like being spoiled, but you know, I really, I love being spoiled. But the thing, you do. <laughs> see, I told you. <sighs> But I'm speaking more of like the plight of women, right? So mm-hmm. both of you guys are writers. There are more okay. writers uh, that are women now. There are more women directing.
0: That's true. Yeah. And and and, and we 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 um we need to open the um uh, open the open the doors for uh more women, especially women of color, to ex- uh, express themselves in story and in in in. Film, you know, because um, women have a have a different perspective, and we've been so man-heavy over the years with 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 story, with with the direction of of a um, film and television that mm-hmm. that that you that you need it. You could you could uh, definitely say there's a need for more women to to tell their version of the story or or, or to feel their their uh their vision of a story you know we 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 could use that so it's, it's never it's never i think society has always benefited when women are are a part of it uh collectively you know you know I, I you know i think so many um so many uh cultures and sometimes uh countries have this this thumb on the back of women's necks and it's you know sometimes it's just you know it's it's not cool but i think uh we need, especially in the entertainment business, we, we could use a few more uh, few more lady stories. You know what I mean? Let them tell their stories.
1: So here's a question for you. Do either one of you ever ask, you know, when you're in your writing process, do you ever get advice from a particular woman?
2: Well, uh, me being, um, I was managed by a female my whole career.
1: Okay, So, so
2: okay. I know all too well about you know, y'all, because you know, the oxymoron is
1: Ray Grady's the dude's dude, and then I go to a chick for what you think. Oh, you know, Lord, like, not a chick. <laughs> but
2: not gonna say the other
1: people, but the you know, Oh, my God. go
2: to the lady, you'll go to the sister, but what you think, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when they see it, they be like, oh, my like buddy knows her, you know, everybody knows her, like, oh, you know what I mean? So I'm fine with it. I Listen, I don't have time to be telling what you can't do. Right. I don't have time for that. I don't. If you want to play basketball with us, put a jersey on. <laughs> get the ball in your hands. Don't cry. didn't come too hard. You see the defense, score the buck. Grab a rebound. Right. You want to be out here with us? Equal treatment. <laughs> Sit at the end of the bench. just like the rest of us when we get down in by the coach. But that's it. That's
1: awesome. Hey, so I have I have a question about the B word since I can't say it on public radio, but the female dog, you know, okay. when you're doing comedy, do you often use that word? Often? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not the
0: question. The question is, do I use it? Do at you often?
1: use it at all? Yes.
0: Do I use it often? No. Okay. Because you know, you know, um, there's a there's a joke I tell that there's a difference between a bee and a garden tool. (laughs) What's the difference? Well, a garden tool will sleep with everybody in town, but a bee will sleep with everybody in town except
1: you. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. There's a difference. Uh, What about you? understand the difference. What about you, Ray? I use it. I use it. Okay. So like
2: the reason why I use it is because it's a mirror, and these are just words. Remember, we was taught this when we was children. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words never hurt me. Now we see it's more people that are hurt by words.
1: Oh yeah, definitely because so, that was so, false.
2: Uh, I use it. Yeah, I think it it, def- it defines you at that right moment because every woman is that when she feels like being one. Period. Okay. There's no word for us. There's no word
1: for me. Oh, so. I I have one. I got now a couple me. of them. Let me hear. You. But no, we're on public radio. <laughs> <laughs> well, the reason why I ask is because my uh-huh. my husband is an aspiring comedian. He's never been on stage, but it's like his uh, on his bucket list, right? Mm-hmm. So he wants to do like a what is it called? Like the night when you try open mic.
2: Open mic. Mm-hmm.
1: So when he goes over material with me, he keeps saying, be this and be that. And I'm like, that's not funny to me.
2: Well, first first mistake he's doing, he can't go to you because you don't tell jokes. <clears throat> so, okay. The first thing he should do, mama, is go on stage and let right. the audience and get his confidence up. Then wait about six, seven months in. Never tell you his jokes. Never tell you his jokes. You just be at the show like, oh my goodness, my husband is either terrible or my husband is a genius. <laughs> and, and,
0: and, and he Grady makes a good point. That's with all phases of the entertainment business. If you Whether you're a singer, you're a rapper, you're a dancer, don't show the people close to you, you know, sometimes don't do that because, you know, people are dream killers and they don't even know. Right. And, and dream killers and 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 sometimes it's it's like you said I don't like it and, and so you you know and eventually he's gonna feel that that you don't like it so you you're, you're in a sense um I you mean, in the way you know I mean? <laughs> it's not it's not that you don't have an opinion you should have an opinion about this or that or whatever but at this stage and at this level of the game for him that's that can be uh, detrimental to his dream of getting on stage because the person he's closest to is telling him she don't like what he's doing.
1: Yeah, that makes so, absolute so, sense.
0: So, so I think um, what he could do, he could do himself a favor and not tell you he could just practice on you where, where he's like, you know, he should just like we, I used to do. Uh, I used to just say stuff. And, and if if it made if it made my ex wife laugh, then I knew it was funny to people who aren't who don't have senses of humor. <laughs> I was like, oh, I know this is a gym right now. Right, she laughed at this. What? Because you know, my ex was a, was a network sensor. That's what she did for a living. She was in standards and practices, so she was always looking for the. Nah, I don't like that. That's her job. Okay. So, you know, so if I made her laugh, I knew that I had, I had, I mean, and I wouldn't even tell her I was telling jokes. You know, I wouldn't even tell her I was practicing. I just say some stuff. Yeah, like, because I know, I know. I see, see,
1: buddy, I've, I've known you a little bit longer. So I know that you started out, you went to Harvard University for something completely different. Yep, I was a microbiology major. Yeah. So, and then when did you decide to do comedy? When I realized I wasn't gonna be a doctor, okay.
0: <laughs> when I got that full credit, uh, that full credit D in, 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 in physics, <laughs> that, that C in that seeing organic chemistry, I was like, like, you know what? I need to tell some jokes because this." Is me. So okay. Oh, I think I think I was. I, you know, people don't realize, man, that a lot of comics, their lives have been in and about comedy, but they just didn't know it. You know, uh, like, for example, I kn- I knew I had a sense of humor that was that was um, could have been marketable when I was in, like, fifth or sixth grade. OK. You know, I I, I was I was the I was the most humorous guy three years in a row at my high school. So I knew I had a talent for making people laugh. I just didn't. I just didn't really get into it until after I got out of school because, again, it's not that you're, you know, you're 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 having your dreams. You you get your dreams deferred sometimes by other people's expectations. Sure. And so my mother and them expected me to go to college and of course become you know something that was useful and could make money, doctor, lawyer, pre, you know something. You know they wanted me to do something and and I. I kind of went into to, to the medical profession the you know, into microbiology because I wanted to get into the medical profession because I had an uncle that had a thriving dental practice in D.C. in Silver Spring. And I was like, shoot, if I get out of school, go to dental school, I can go work for him. And, you know, I start my career, you know. Okay. I had a plan. But that wasn't my gift.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, and I think that... Um, a lot of times especially uh, in society now and especially with african american kids we don't encourage we're doing it a little bit more now and it's becoming more of a thing now to be entrepreneurial in your in your that's a pursuit that people won't look down upon anymore right. you know you know uh, a lot of the and i i i credit a lot of the the internet and the and the social media guys and and gals that are doing this thing it's like you can become a celebrity writer director producer by doing that online you can do that online so it's not a pipe dream to say i can become i can become a celebrity or a actor or whatever by doing this online that wasn't available to me as a kid right right there were three networks on tv that's right. You know, with CBS, NBC. NBC and ABC, yeah. So if you didn't follow the plan, you know, or have a, a plan for getting onto those networks, when I started doing stand-up comedy, there was the Johnny Carson show. That's how all comics made it. Right. You had to go sit on his couch. You had to perform on the Johnny Carson show. You had to do Leno. That was about the only way you could get on Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, so so that's changed, and I think, uh, and and so you can you can make your dreams come true on your own. You know, you can kind of make your dream as a as a as a performer, as a writer, as a stand up, as a singer. You know, a singer can get on. You put a YouTube video but you singing every day. Eventually, you go. People gonna be like, okay, this person
1: can sing. Right. I agree.
0: I think that is the one good thing about social media that is it sort of changed the the the, um, I would say the path of the yellow brick road to success is different. Sure. Everybody's not going everybody's not going to walk that same yellow brick road path, you know, that, that we had to do when I first came up or the people who came up before me.
1: Well, I don't think Ray is as old as you are, buddy. Of course not. That man's luxurious beard. <laughs> <laughs> you, don't, you don't get
0: this kind of. You don't get this. You get luxurious when you when you under forty. When you when hey, you get all of this right here, this is.
1: Wednesday. Hey, for those uh, who are listening, for those who are listening
0: Anguish, on <laughs> despair. Some of that's all up in this beard.
1: <laughs> look, for those Man. who are listening on the radio, Strength. you. You can uh, beer. you A can see... Beer will you let he's me talk? He still got hopes and dreams in that beard. <laughs> when you finish taking over, let me know. I'm sorry. Okay. I just wanted to say, for those who are listening and not seeing, you can watch It's Where I Am on itswhereiam.com, on my YouTube, and then you can also listen... On podcast platforms such as Apple, Spotify, Google, and Amazon. Now, Ray, mm-hmm. yes, ma'am. Can you please tell us about your journey as a comedian?
2: Oh wow! Um, I used to uh, be a telephone installer, a cable installer. Oh wow! I did uh, hazmat um, before I, st- you know, start telling jokes, and I used to be married at the time. And, uh, you know, during that time of uh, marriage, you're kids, you're young, you don't really know what's going on, you're not paying attention. And, like, Buddy, it's funny that he was even saying D.C., my uncle did have a, uh, he had his own telecommunications um, company inside of, uh, not Silver not Spring, but it was it's called Bowie, Maryland. You know? Okay. So you, you know what Bowie is. You know, it's P- Prince George's County, right, P.G. County. So... I, I went there to go work. I didn't go there to pursue no entertainment because I'm too serious. I'm too serious. Uh, but, <laughs> you know, you always got to have a, I don't know, you know, I think I was always funny because when I tackled the streets of Chicago, if I can make gangsters laugh, I can make anybody laugh.
1: So yes.
2: That's easy. Um, so now, here we go. I don't know, 22 years ago, um, my baby boy was being born. He was born and, uh, father of three sons. So any guy that wants to get a son, DM me at Grady County. I'll tell you how to get a boy. <sighs> okay. Give it a boy. Talk to me now. Make sure you get a boy. No girls over here. We don't produce them. We produce, uh, men over here. But, um, no, all jokes aside, I was married, um, you know, marriage life wasn't really working for us we were, you know, young upstairs and uh I just needed to vent and my barber to this day, um, he was always on me about like, yo hey, man, you got a gift. Oh I'm not
1: serious. So, okay, you started out in the barber shop.
2: Uh well I would just go there and just mess with the cats, but I would never you know, I didn't take a shit. I just talk about cats or they say something about me, then whatever. But Mike Miller, um very, very instrumental in my career early on just by letting me know, like, if you do not go get on stage, I will no longer cut your hair.
1: Oh, wow. What a push.
2: And yeah, that was a huge push, right? So 30 days later, I was at Riddles Comedy Club in Chicago. Oh, wow. Um, bombing. And, and, uh, oh. Bombing means you're not doing well. Oh,
1: I know. Yes, sir. Okay.
2: okay. So... And then uh, those bombs start to come, smiles, and then laughter, and then head nods. And okay. then, they, hey, here's a bookie. Here, and war, well, you can make money from this. I think it'll be a celebrity, and all that type of stuff. So, um, Stand Up for Me, I don't think it was hard. Okay. You know why? Because I don't care about the audience. Okay. A lot of comics care about what you think, mm. I don't. Okay. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I don't. And Buddy OG can tell you um, the funny. It's funny that we're on your show, right? And he probably don't even remember this, but I'm going to say it anyway. Quick story about Buddy. I moved here in 2008. NBC had a big writer strike, right?
1: Oh yeah, Angeles, I remember. So. Huh.
2: Buddy Lewis was hosting this room, or he was a part of this this room called Sarah's. And they were doing, like, the Salems would come through, the Bill Bell- Bellamy's, the Kim Whitley's, God bless the dead Gooch, you know, Charles, he was, you know, he was, you know,
1: mm-hmm. buddy's
2: friend, um, brilliant, brilliant brother. And uh, this dude named Carlton. Carlton, you Carlton know, he Davis. was Carlton Davidson. So, Xandra, uh, he would just be like, Carlton, like, I gotta take you to Sarah's. So, I would be so nervous. And buddy, I tell you, I used to be out here, I used to look like Fidel Castro. I have a big old beard, blow dried out, picking in there, and I have BDU boots. You thought I came to prison or the war? <laughs> so, can tell you can tell you. So, I was just so, I wasn't, I wasn't playing. I wasn't playing, mom. Right? Oh, wow. I'm father of three boys, so I live in a... Hotel and this got to count. I'm not gonna curse, but this <laughs> got to count while I'm out here. So Buddy Lewis is the host, and I just see this statue. I'm like, who is that? You right? I'm sitting. I said, who is this dude? And I'm sitting front. So the place is about 53 comedians. I'm one of them. I go up five. Buddy is hosting. That's the first time I've seen a host dictate a room, where. Anything in the room, it was a joke to him. Anything and everybody that was there, because this is our lives on the table here. Right, we ain't want to hear about no no doggone suitcase. Don't nobody care about that, buddy. Bring us up so we can go perform. (laughs) We try to get on TV. Xandra, it's my turn to go up. (laughs) He says, "Sound like some old dude." Who is great? great. <laughs> you next. I'm right here. So I got look at it. I'm like, oh my goodness, and I walk up. So we have five minutes, right? It'd be funny, right? We five minutes, right? And this is First Amendment. Doug Williams and Martin Lawrence produced, you know, produced a dope comedy series for about what five years, buddy? Yeah. I believe five seasons, four,
0: yeah, one. four or five,
2: something like that. So Buddy Lewis is the host. So, Xandra, I have never rushed through my set. Ever. <laughs> it was like, put it in the pen. Uh, right. Oh, got off stage. Now, I did really good. Now, I did really good. Sure. You know what Buddy tells everybody? He takes the mic. He was like, okay. All right, you did good. Everybody <laughs> looking at me like, yeah. Buddy like, okay, I get it. You did good, right? And so, <laughs> that's the first time that I was like, oh, this L.A. Oh, this is gonna be a breeze. Is this how they act? Oh, this is gonna be a breeze. So <laughs> Buddy, Buddy was very uh he, that push. He don't even know that. He don't even know it took now. That's my first time telling him. He don't even okay. remember that, probably. I but remember was he,
0: first I remember you came by. See, yeah, see. You know, I, but I but I was I, I tell you, I there are a lot of comics who yes, all sir. have Buddy, my first time on stage kind of stories. Or Buddy, uh, I, I was a young comic stories because I put them all up in my room. Yes, he did. Oh, wow.
1: I, I didn't. Now you might bomb now,
0: Xandre. You, <laughs> you might bomb because putting up the heavy hitters. Hey, listen, I gave everybody a shot. Yes, And you some did. people came back and some people didn't. And, 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 and I, I tell you, there are a lot of comics... Um uh Alicia Cooper who's uh a talent now, one of the first times she got on stage, dogged her like she I, Ida Rodriguez, first time she got on stage, gave her the blues. Wow.
1: Hey man, I saw uh one of the Wayans brothers back in the 90s, and he bombed on stage. You know, a lot of times they're trying stuff out, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah and listen, and when you're a young comic your your subject matter is is restricted to the things you know about and and or the things you think are gonna are gonna make people laugh you're not you're not you yet right you know and 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 a lot of these comments haven't grown into their personalities they haven't they haven't grown on stage into this is who i am this is who i'm going to be and hey so that takes time that's then, understandable. That t- until that time comes, you gotta go in the room and and and, and, and
1: take these lumps. <laughs> A whole lot of lumps. Hey, we got one minute left, guys. Do you want to tell everyone where they can find you?
2: Grady, you go first, man. Okay. Uh, thank you for having me on, Sandra. Uh, at Instagram, uh, at Grady Comedy. And uh, YouTube, Ray Grady, man. Alpha
0: Nation. Thank
2: you guys so much, man.
1: Yes, am, sir. Uh
0: Buddy Lewis. Uh, the Real Buddy Lewis Jokes on Instagram and uh, Facebook. Uh, I have uh, shows coming up, and I'm really excited. Uh, the movie I did with Chris Spencer, Back on the Strip, will be out in theaters.
1: All right. Well, thank you. And for those who, of you who don't know, I am also in Back on the Strip. So you got to look out for me. In the back somewhere (laughs) But I'm there But I'm there Alright guys, thank you so much Hey, it's Zondra Pollard It's where I am Here on 91.5 Jazz and more Every Saturday at 7.30am See you next time Thank you, bye